Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Eleven to one Monday motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. Ever since he was very young, my next guest has wanted to be famous and make it big in the music business. However, when he finally reached the dizzying heights of stardom back in 2013 as a finalist in Britain's Got Talent, he learned very quickly that life as a superstar is not all it's cracked up to be. He was put through gruelling auditions and live shows, being chauffeured around and rubbing shoulders with A-list celebrities like Ed Sheeran. But when it came when he came sixth in the overall competition, he was cast aside and this showbiz lifestyle came crashing down around him. After a few years trying to make it in an extremely tough industry, he began to suffer crippling anxiety, depression and uh, when a record deal fell through, he went to a very dark place indeed. It has taken him a long time to leave that chapter of his life behind and finally experience true na- happiness, but he has and his hope, his story is hope for us all. I'm delighted to have very talented singer-songwriter Jordan O'Keefe with me on the show. How are you doing, Jordan? Not too bad, Sinead. How are you? I am great. I'm a very big fan. As you know, I told you this off the air, but I have to bring it on the air as well, Jordan. Big fan of yours. Absolutely love the the song. We've been playing it uh, quite a bit over the last uh, while, so it's a real pleasure to have you on, on the show. But first of all, tell me where does the love of music begin? Was this something that you were introduced to as a child? It was, um, I was my mum and dad were massive music fans and uh, how it really began was we used to go to Spain holidays and uh, most people might know this. Whenever you used to go over, there was guys who just sell CDs. <laughs> you could sit in the pub and guys would come around with CDs and sell CDs. And my dad had bought a Stevie Wonder CD and I used to sit in the shower every night before we went out and I would learn the song Living Through the City and I would sing it in karaoke. So that's when the love began. So karaoke was the first ever time I really probably sort of wanted me to come uh, superstar sort of thing. <laughs> and and yeah, I think a lot of people know and have experienced what you're talking yeah, about and holidays and all of that. <laughs> but you know, you you we all watch X Factor and Britain's Got Talent, and uh, from for us at home, it's very much built up to be this show where where dreams get made and yeah. you know come true. But you had a very very different experience. Uh, first of all, there was quite a lot to get through, but before you actually found yourself in front of the judging panel. Yeah, um, I, I had an audition in Belfast and um, it was weird because I auditioned years ago in Liverpool and it was very, very busy, a lot of people there and when I, when I did it in Belfast, it was it, there wasn't that many people there so it was kind of a, it was a long process. I think I auditioned in November 
and my addiction doesn't happen until February. So it was a, a long waiting period, and it's it's nerve wracking, and you know your hopes and dreams and all. You've, you've watched it on TV for for so many years, and then uh, it's a, it's bye. Yeah, it's it's so so difficult, and you know you reach the final stages, you know of Britain's Got Talent, and life is good, and they're treating you so well, and you're meeting celebrities like Ed Sheeran, yeah. and you know at that time, uh, while that was all going on, did you feel, oh my God, I I've made this, like this is life is amazing. What was going through your head? There was a period whenever, like you've watched it on TV for so long, and he. You see people go on the show and they're like, oh, that, that that must be amazing. That feeling must be so great. And when it happens, it is, it is amazing. It's great. And, but the thing was, I did think I had made it at that time. At that stage, I thought, this is it. This is my dreams are coming true. And, you know, maybe two months after the show finished, I realized that it, was, it wasn't what it was cracked up to be, really, to be honest. Yeah, because you come sixth, you know, uh, and I think initially coming up to the final, and I know you've spoken about this quite a bit, coming up to the final, you were quite nervous because there was a lot going on, first of all, and they were kind of putting you into something that you, moulding you into something that you weren't, like they weren't letting you choose your own style of clothes or style of song. And even Ed Sheeran had said that it was the wrong song for you. Song choice, yeah. The thing was, I had met Ed that day, and Ed was an idol of mine at the time. Still is. And um, I got to spend a lot of time with him that day. And whenever I had finished my song, uh, I came under his dressing room, and he was like, oh, I don't like it. And I, I didn't like it myself, but that's the way the show was. They made you sing what they wanted you to sing. It wasn't my choice. So, but I always knew, going on the final, I was never going to win the show. And I think when you know that, it makes it a lot easier. I enjoyed the final, whereas the semi-final, I didn't really enjoy it at all because it was so much pressure to get to the final. And I think after the final, I was like, oh, it's done. I've, I've achieved uh, something, but I, I knew it was never going to work. Mm. And, you know, when you were knocked out, you know, at that stage, you know, what, what did it have a big impact on you? Like, because I know you sort of had a lot of anxiety going into the final, you know, as well. Yeah. Did that, did all of that just really take its toll? Was that the start of this darkness, I suppose, in your life? I, th- I think, I think going into the final, I was grand. I think I had a guy that was looking after me at the time and he was Simon Coyle's right hand man. And, uh, Throughout the whole period of being there, it was it was great. He was looking after me, but the thing was, my head was getting full with "We'll do this. We'll get you a manager. We'll do this," and blah blah. And then whenever it all finished, I came home to my flat in Derry and played FIFA for like a week straight. So the curtains closed, never left the house, and it was it was it was not what I imagined it to be, and it was quite difficult to deal with. And yeah. the problem's gonna knock, and you know it's 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 I it was it was hard. Yeah, I can imagine because you're going from this, you know, as as I said there in the introduction, you know, you're you know hanging out with Ed Sheeran, you're being chauffeured, you're being promised X, Y, and a Z, and then all of a sudden you're in your bedroom playing FIFA, wondering how the how the hell did this happen? So where did it go wrong? <laughs> yeah. So you know what was going through your mind because we I've spoken about this quite a bit on the show on on Monday Motivation. You know, we all have that little inner voice, that negative voice that talks to us. So what was that voice saying to you at this time? To be honest, I just kind of, I don't really know. I was still hoping for the best. I was always kind of thinking, oh, someone's going to come along, we'll get a tour here, or, 
you know, somebody's going to come along and say, oh, we'll give you this and give you that. Um, I was still always kind of being positive, but I think it was maybe down the line after that, like maybe six months in the line, I realised then that, you know, it was just maybe a, a flash in the pan. And whenever that happens, it's, it's, it's not nice because it's your dreams, like, you know what I mean? And you, you thought this up for so long, and it, whenever, whenever you lose touch of it, quite difficult like yeah absolutely and I know that you turned to alcohol a lot you know you used to go out and just you know throw caution to the wind drink a lot chase girls this kind of thing to try and kind of mask what was going on with you that that was the thing that's what I don't want drank too much because in the back of my mind I I knew that it was all coming to an end like this dream that I had imagined for so long wasn't really coming through and the only way to deal with it was to go out and not really think about it. So going out and drinking and being around people and trying to laugh all the time. But whenever I was coming home, it was that, that's whenever the problems really started. And it's um, a lot of people do go on them shows. I, I feel sorry for a lot of them because they don't really understand what they're getting themselves into at times, and they think that this show is going to make their life, and sometimes it doesn't work out, and you know. Yeah, a lot. It's, it only happens for a small minority of people, and this is the thing they're they're creating a show around somebody's life to make entertainment, and that and that's yeah. what it is, you know. But you know, you have reached, uh, you you did reach a very very dark place, one that you really saw no way out from. Yeah, I think I got myself into was drinking a lot, no, taking a lot of alcohol was the problem. Um. I masked a lot of my problems with it and it just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper and I didn't talk to anyone about it, didn't tell anyone about it, but I just kept going out and out. And the thing was, because when you go on them shows, a lot of people know you, so whenever you're going out, you always have somebody to go out with. So if it was a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, whatever night of the week it was, I was always having somebody to go out with. And uh, I just kept drinking, drinking and drinking and just came to a stage where I just didn't want to be on this, you know, be here anymore, which is quite sad because the, the start of the year was amazing. Got on the show, and the end of the year was better than my love anymore. Which is you, quite you, a bad year. Yeah, but you wanting wanting to check out, as you say. And and yeah. when was your light bulb moment? Then when did you think, okay, I gotta get things together here. I gotta turn this all around. It's, I think whenever I met my girlfriend, well, my fiance, and I think whenever I met her. Um, because my life was always just gigging, drinking, and that was it. And I, I survived so many other times. And then when I met her, I had a stepson. So he was giving me life, and I realized, like, maybe there is more to life than just doing what I'm doing. And uh, now we're sitting with a wee boy, nine months old, and I had yeah, your your things couldn't be any different for you now. You know, you're 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 really really living your best life. So you know, and I I think as well, you know, like judging from you know what I've read about you and, and chatting to you, you're realizing, I suppose, the important things uh, in life really are the simple things like family. That's that is ultimately what's making you happy. Big thing, and I think it changes your career too. Um, my goals have changed, and my outlook on Music has changed. Before I used to want to do make money and do this and do that, whereas now I'm thinking about more of my family and creating something for them and 
everything changes when you when you become a family man, you know. Oh, it does, and you know, you you you, as I said at the start of this, massive fan of yours, particularly this latest song, which is called "Honest." Tell me about this because you know you did, as you say, turn your back on music, but then you found it again, and you're yeah. saying because you changed your mindset around it, that's when things started to flow again for you. But tell me about yeah. "Honest." What what is it all about? Honest is quite funny actually. I was I was hungover one day. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, have a, I have a studio in my in my dad's garage, and I. I just came on and I was quite emotional. Oh, Jesus, I hung over this and that. <laughs> the fear, the fear, Jordan. <laughs> the fear, and I sat down with the guitar and it just, it just came to me. And I think I wrote it in like 20 minutes. And the thing was, because you wrote a song in that quick a time, I was like, I don't think this is any good. Then I started playing it to my friends and they were like, oh, this is really, really good. So I worked on it and then we, we got it recorded and Paul Casey done the, done the production and whenever we put it out, it just it done very well. And I was so shocked. Honestly, I was shocked, but I'm I'm quite happy about it too. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, you you should be happy because it is uh, an incredible incredible song. So, what's the plan now? Is there is there more? Are you going to keep going with this? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm constantly writing. Um, the next song should be coming out around October time. Um, but yeah, just keep writing and hopefully create some magic and just see what happens. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to get myself too caught up on it. Just. Enjoy the enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. That's it. You know that's that's what to take from this. But you know, I always finish up Monday motivation by asking this. But if you could go back in time and have a word with yourself, you know that young fella that's in the shower singing, uh, trying to sing the Stevie Wonder song. Uh, I want him to be famous. Now you can't change anything that's going to happen about your life, but you can give that fella some advice. What would you say to him? I don't really know what. I think I would just kind of say. Do exactly what you done because you learn your mistakes, and I think I learned my mistakes quite young, and I'm happy I did because now that I'm I'm only 26 now, but I feel a bit wiser and a bit better. So I'd rather learn the mistakes younger than learn them at 36. You know. I know it's, 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 it's absolutely, and you know what? It's so surprising that you're only 26. You've gone through so much in in such a such a short period of time. But listen, I want to wish you the very very best of luck with everything going forward with your life, with your family, with the music. Thank you so so much for joining me on Monday Motivation today. Uh, and I think it's only right that we finish with this. Here it is. It's Jordan O'Keefe with Honest. Thanks a million. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 